Hey guys, it's Charlotte and Robin, the Renegade Twins, and you're tuning in to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering and now I'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. That's right. And by now, this is like I don't know, 270 something episode. You should be saying with me, "I am your Sherpa," because just like your tribal chief, you should just acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, you gotta have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So who's entering the ring today? You see them right next to me. They come to us from CCW, AEW, UWW, VW, VCW, MPW, Ladies Night Out, PCW, Empower, and GPW. They are the badass twins, Robin and Charlotte, the Renegade Twins. What's up? Okay. You ran down. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to say, I think I'm going to need every ring announcer to announce this like that. I know. I'm sitting back. I'm like, well, I didn't, I didn't know it was like I that. <laughs> so accomplished. Yo, I love it. I love, I love the fact that I get to like surprise people with these kind of intros and stuff like that. Because like, I don't think, I, you know, because like you talk about going on podcasts all the time, right? And then like you meet some of the hosts and I'm not trying to knock anybody, right? But I've been a part of some of the podcasts where just like, Hey, welcome. Yeah, you're part of our podcast. Welcome back. I'm like, why do you sound like the two the two females from Saturday Night Live? Boring. Boring. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of fun. It's a good time. That was great. Time. It was it was fantastic, man. I literally was popping. I was like, wow, I didn't know I, I didn't know you knew all that. Right. <laughs> yeah, the research, man. That's what you gotta do, right? When you bring on guests, you gotta do the research. If you're not doing the research, what you're are you really doing? doing? Right? slinging it for no reason but <laughs> yeah so we we were over uh you me and chaz we were all talking at uh at one cw we were just chopping it up having a good time and then uh, i was like yo y'all definitely should come on the podcast and sure enough here we are and it was so funny because we were all connecting on different levels with like different wrestlers it was just so funny and i was like this is like the kind of discussions that people should be hearing and checking out and that's why um I don't know if you guys saw, but Jay Lee, they put up the post, and I was like, your guys' post about being funny. And I was like, I wish somebody was recording the conversation that Chaz and I were having with y'all. Man, <laughs> and we're goofy. And most people don't even realize that we're super goofy because we're so, like, mean or, like, try to be mean in the ring. And we pulled off, like, this really hardcore character. But oh. there's a lot of moments in life where we're like, dang, if we only had a camera, <laughs> if we only had a 24-7 camera that ran, the stuff we would catch on camera is amazing. It's crazy. And it's not just us. It's our whole family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. No, I feel that same way. I know, like, uh, like between me and my daughter, like, we have, like, all these great, like, inside jokes. And my wife kind of looks at us like, if, if only somebody was, like, watching y'all yeah. through a lens, it'd be better. <laughs> So I could definitely relate. Yo, it was funny. So I wanted to share the story with y'all. And I, I meant to do it at 1CW. I kind of missed out. And so I was like, let me let me talk about it here, right? So uh, I was on TikTok, right? And y'all's match, one of y'all's matches came up, right? And um, y'all had, y'all did a switch. And somebody in that, in the thread, right, was like, who's these, who's these Bella Twin knockoffs? And I was like, first of all, that's the Renegade Twins. Get your shit together. And they're fucking more <laughs> badass. So I was like, you better line up. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, well, I why, appreciate, why, I why appreciate. was it necessary? 
I appreciate you having our backs. I right, agreed. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's something we hear a lot. Uh, is Bella Twin wannabes? <laughs> Since the moment we started, uh, it's always been you guys are the Bella Twin wannabes, and then everybody decides who we are as the Bella Twins. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say this: not that we don't want to be the Bella Twins, uh, but we don't want to be the Bella Twins. <laughs> like no. we like to make our own legacy. Like yes. Um, Thanks for coming before us. And, and we know that they're, like, the first set of twins that are, like, their gimmick is twins, you know? Yeah. And um, there's very few uh, twin tag teams out there, like, true, legitimate. And uh, especially women's twins tag teams. Oh, so yeah. It's, I it's, don't know. I understand why we get compared to them, but we are making our own legacy. We're trying, at yes. least. <laughs> well, I just, I find, so, like everybody's got like their own like i i swear no one's compared me to anybody yet and i'm kind of grateful for that but like i know a lot of friends like chaz gets it a lot where people will be like oh you're like kofi kingston i'm like dude no he's not. <laughs> like, I, first of all kofi is like 210 chaz is like a buck 50 maybe <laughs> like, no. i was like so so comparisons funny. like don't make sense like i'm just like i get frustrated i'm like yo like they're clearly they're individuals. They're trying to make their own path, and you guys keep trying to put them in a box that they clearly don't belong in. Oh yeah, it's. I will say we did watch their biography, like the Bella Twins story, and Robin and I are more similar to the Bella Twins than I think like we realized in a lot of the ways that we think on wrestling and like our previous sports and stuff. Right. Like, well, also keep in mind like we didn't grow up watching wrestling like that. Mm-hmm. We got into wrestling around what 17, 18 years old. Yeah, so around like uh, so we were really late to the party. Yeah, we were really late to the party. Um, so like, I mean, we did watch wrestling as kids, uh, but it very quickly led to jumping off tops of bunk beds, having Helena cell matches in the snow, uh, on the trampoline. It, it just led to a lot of crazy stuff that didn't need to happen and there was three of us so my granddad and my mom and dad were like we're cutting no more wrestling (laughs) they they cut that out (laughs) and then like we kind of lost entrance interest in it because you know as first off parents take it away and then you kind of grow up and you kind of realize it's fake and it kind of takes the magic out of it for you and you kind of don't want to watch anymore and then one day um i think me and my dad were just scrolling through tv and we just kind of watched it, it was uh, just you know big... the reason why you watched yes it. but we're not talking about that uh, <laughs> um so just as a little like hit towards that i am the biggest roman reigns mark <laughs> and this I... was like this right here sparked the love of roman reigns yes her. that's the mm. whole reason we started watching wrestling. yes <laughs> roman is the only reason i started watching wrestling i didn't know much before like we said we didn't watch very much so the bella twins like and everything that they were doing was before our time. Before and it was watched. not much before our time either. It was only like a year or two before we started watching that they were doing all their stuff. But again, yeah. we weren't like those super hardcore fans, you know, the ones that like know all the indies. I had never been to an indie show until we decided to think about going and pursuing wrestling. Yep. Yeah, it's funny because like for me, like I got introduced to it through my aunt and like I'll always I always talk about the story and I'll share it with you guys afterwards because everybody it's like I said it's probably like 200 episodes now and I've probably mentioned it so many times <laughs> but uh what what's funny about it is that like my aunt was the one to introduce me into wrestling and then like as I got older I kind of fell out of love with it and then I got into like my friends were all like we got a trampoline we should go do wrestling moves and I was like I'm all about this life and then like I got 
I went into high school and joined a wrestling team. And I thought that was supposed to be like that, but it wasn't. And I got sucked into that world of amateur wrestling. And I eventually found my way back into pro wrestling, which is funny because you guys mentioned it being that you guys got into it late. But I mean, in retrospect, it's going to sound funny. I'm turning 37 this year. Like <laughs> I got into it and I've only been in like three years. So I got into it late. Like, wow. Yeah. Like actually starting wrestling, we were very uh, fortunate to be able to start when we started at what, 18, right? Yeah, we started at 18. We started old. at 18. So we were very fortunate. And I guess like in the world of wrestling, we are still considered babies. And like back then we were still considered babies. Um, but like actually watching wrestling and understanding like who people are and stuff. Um, we'll be very honest with yeah. it and open. We have a hard time struggling like with our history um, in wrestling. Like, of course, we know our basics. <laughs> but if you were to name like some some off the cuff wrestler from like, let's say WWF. And I, I just I, we wouldn't nope, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Which is, I feel like, is frowned upon sometimes. In it's wrestling. bad. I, I say this all the time, like, and I wish it was different. I wish, like, um, like if you said me specifically, I cannot say for Robin, but me in a room full of all of the veterans of wrestling and told me to name as many as I could, I'd get less than 20%. <laughs> I can guarantee that. But you got to think about the aspect of, like, the sport itself, right? Almost 100 years. Like, that's a little... And, and further back, right? Because I mean, I know, I know. Okay, guys, I know out there, right? Abraham Lincoln was a professional wrestler, yes. But you're talking about wait, what? Aspect. Don't, yeah. don't just skip over it. <laughs> don't just skip over it. Yes. Yeah, talk about how our president was a professional wrestler. Was he a wrestler, okay. wrestler, or was he an amateur wrestler? No, no, no. He was a pro wrestler. He fixed fights. For yeah, so he was he was a pre- yeah. Somebody in the comment section is totally gonna write this in that they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we got two presidents that are considered work not workers wrestlers, right? I guess we'll put them or people who are in the sports entertainment business, depending on who who you talk two about. Two of but, them. Yeah. Who's the other? Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Yo. Yeah. So. But yeah, so it's it's funny because like if you think about the aspect of like wrestling, like there's a lot of history to learn, and you're like, you know, I, I've had people kick back to me, and I've gone back and had to research certain people because like I remember when I first started getting in, people were like, oh, you got like this Nick Bockwinkel kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, who's Nick Bockwinkel? Who? Yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I gotta go research and I gotta go learn. But I was a kid that grew up from like Jake the Snake in the '90s until, and so I like would slowly pitch in, but. I didn't even know about the indies until like late twenties, and I really wasn't even paying attention like that. So my trainer always made fun of me. He's like, "Oh, you don't know Claudio?" I'm like, "Who?" I'm like Cesaro. I'm like, "I do now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely understand. And it's like everybody just looks at you kind of funny. They're like, "How do you not know who Fire Ant is?" I'm like, "Well, first of all, like, I I don't know." what you're talking about and they're like well i know what a fire ant is i don't want to go they bite pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean but there's like you're trying to learn about every single wrestler and every it's it's impossible and it's like that makes it so hard so i definitely relate to where you guys are coming from about like having to go back and learn the history of everything right it's 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 hard it really is so a question i want to ask because we talked about how you guys got into the sport I want to know, like, y'all got to have them. What's your what's the what's the worst bump you've taken? Okay, 
I know mine right off the top of my head. Um, it wasn't horror. Like, I don't mind taking them now, but I was so green at the time. And I just, I had, I was Gumby when I first started wrestling. I was so loose and I was like a limp noodle, as we like to call it. So I was very just like, get picked up and slammed on my head because I didn't tuck my chin enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, one of the worst bumps I think I've taken uh, was we were in training and one of my male training mates, I guess we would call him, uh, was giving me a spine buster. He was giving me the big old rock twisty boy, right? And he gets me up there and I'd never taken a spine buster, A, and let alone from a man. So he picks me up and he starts to spin and my eyes bug out of my head and he puts me down. I blacked out. As soon as my head hit that mat, I was gone. And I wake up and I'm laughing and I'm crying. And he goes, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just bawling going, yeah, I'm fine. What move was it? Like I didn't know I just took a spine buster just 30 (laughs) seconds prior to that. And then I lost two and a half hours of time afterwards. And the only thing I remember is driving home at the end of the night, looking at Robin and being like, it's time to go home. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, I feel like, I feel like I know what gave me the concussion, like the bump that (laughs) gave me the concussion. But then there was another bump that came afterwards that I don't remember the bump. So maybe that solidified the concussion. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you, (laughs) I'm going to tell you what happened. (laughs) Oh, that same match. Yeah, my bump was pretty bad on that one too. Yeah, so, um, we were wrestling, um, (laughs) (laughs) yo. We were wrestling in a show, and I got hooked for a Snapdragon. I took the mm. Snapdragon, but I landed on her chest instead of, like, I don't know what happened. It was a miscommunication, but I landed on her chest, and my head snapped back. And I specifically remember, damn, that hurt. The next move that I took was a cannonball off the apron, but I didn't catch her right. And so she And it was just cheeks to face. Oh, like, dude, dude, she killed me. And keep in mind that there was, like, this, like, inch padding on concrete so but like, her head was just <laughs> this far off that inch padding so oh, she dude. smacked her head on the concrete oh dude i blacked out i had no idea what was going on i finished the match i don't know how um and i didn't realize that she was messed up until the finish when i was looking for her and she wasn't anywhere to be seen <laughs> i was like oh wow maybe she really is messed up so but I, that same match i did a tope and i dove <laughs> <laughs> this is right before it's oh right my gosh. before the cannonball right before oh, no it was right, right after, after robin dies with the cannonball i go to do this tope <laughs> and lead on myself and because oh, i was completely so into I this man's there. knee so like it was just like right up my nose <laughs> thought i broke my nose so i wasn't there for that i remember why because i just died <laughs> but i i was supposed to be cannonball charlotte uh me and chick are like selling up charlotte comes through with the suicide dive girl hits the moonsault but it just didn't happen that way <laughs> it just it was it was crazy not mess. good and it was terrible i went we finished a, we finished the match like we said i cut a, we cut a promo both of us i don't know <laughs> and this is my favorite part let me tell because you were concussed so my favorite part about this entire thing is i'm trying to speak and at this like particular promotion we really hadn't gotten an in-ring promo at this point so no one's heard us speak so as soon as I open my mouth, everybody's booing. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just let this settle for a second. And as I'm letting it settle, 
Robin grabs the mic from my hand and goes, can y'all shut up so she can finish speaking? Oh, and I was, I was like, <laughs> like, there was no reason. There was no My reason. mouth dropped open in the middle of the ring. I was like, yeah, she was, didn't just do that. There was no reason at all. And so we finished we the whole thing. We went to the back. And apparently we had had a conversation about the match about twice. Um, Athena was there. Athena was our agent. So she was the one helping us backstage. And I, and I specifically remember like coming to, walking through the back doors and walking in and looking at her and be like, so we going to talk about this match or what? And she looks at me and she goes, oh, honey. And I just start <laughs> bawling. I just... They had talked about the match like two or three times. Dude. It was bad. I <laughs> at one point she thought it was um we were post intermission. Oh. And she thought intermission had already come up. She's like, Yeah, so like it's intermission right now, right? It was the end of the show. No, it's not intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I messed up. All right, so first question I have to ask, were you guys faces or heels like heels? After? Okay. <laughs> so we I were guess heels before worked. and after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because like i love when people like just like so i normally work as a face right and that's like my character but because i've been running with uh with pure ignorance now for a little bit uh like getting the crowd to like heal it up it's probably like one of my favorite things that i've like experienced right and like especially at, at one cw there's this one little kid who was just like booing me like hardcore and i remember looking at him i was like don't don't boo me. I've seen what makes you cheer. It's disgusting. And like, just shut down the kid. Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Like right now, I'm just like, yeah, just nah. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> Gotta love it, man. Sometimes I wish I was like quick and witty. Like sometimes I am. On a good day, I am. I'm very quick and witty on a good day. But on a bad day, man, I'll look at you and I'll just be like, I, I, yeah, screw you. And I'll just keep walking. <laughs> I had one, uh, I was like, I had one person, uh, they were there with like a, a, a t-shirt and it had like the, the, the flag with the red stripe on it. Right. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm a volunteer firefighter. I was like, that's weird. Who wants to be a weekend firefighter? That's crazy. Uh... And I walked away. <laughs> and he was like, yo, he started laughing. And then like this mom, this mom, this was like my favorite thing that happened. So this mom was like talking trash. And she was talking about Chaz. And she goes, your boy looks a little frail. And I was like, you can't spell frail. And she's like, yes, I can. I was like, go ahead. Spell it for me. And she was like, F. And then I just walked away. Like, it didn't let her finish. Yep. So good. I was, I was like, you had yes. that coming. <laughs> she was great. so, like, by the end of the match, she was so mad that when uh, Chaz and Prince and uh, Noah, like, came to where I was at, in front of the entrance. I was like, look who's mad. And she was just like, I hate you cheaters. You guys suck. You guys are the fucking worst. And yes. like the kid next to her was crying in tears, just bawling, right? Mind you, we talked to them afterwards, but uh, this mom was like this. I think it was the aunt, but she was like, she said something. And I was like, we don't care. And we just <laughs> pulled everybody to the back. Oh, dude. There was this one yeah. time we were in Texas. And we were, um, I it, oh, it was a school show that we were doing up there. Um, we came out for a promo, 
We, I can't, bombed. I will never forget this. <laughs> we bombed the promo first things first. Also, keep in mind that we've only been in Texas and training at this school for maybe three, three weeks by this point. Not yeah. even. I don't even think that long. So we didn't really know the, we didn't know the, the like, the coaches. We didn't know the people. We knew the coaches, but we didn't know the coaches' family. Right. That This is mm. the important part of this story. <laughs> so, Yo, I don't know where this is going. Back, this is we come through the back after the promo, and this lady stands up, and she gets in our faces, and she starts calling us bitches and whores. I've never been called a whore on a show. She called me a whore. It was crazy. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't dude, know what was going dude, on. Dude, it was crazy. She called me a hoe. Let me, let me say it right. She called me a hoe. Okay, <laughs> but it's still, it got me. And I'm looking at her and it, something clicked for me. Like she was beating so much energy that I just fed it back. And I looked at her and I said something and, and I was, I can't remember what exactly I said, but I remember calling her a hoe back. Sorry, <laughs> one of our coaches just came in. <laughs> but I remember calling her a hoe back. I she called back. her an old ass hoe. She there said, you fuck you, you old ass hoe. <laughs> And then the woman comes back and she goes, fuck me? Fuck you. Yo, but she came in. And then first. we walked to the back of the curtain. And the coach, who's related to this woman, goes, oh, great. You've met my mother. And we're oh, like, dude. <laughs> we immediately went into apologizing. Everybody was like. I looked at him. I was like, I think I just called your mom a hoe. I'm so sorry. Bruh. <laughs> I think my favorite thing I've ever said to a fan, we were actually at AEW. It was this uh, past loop last month. And um, there was this kid in there and he was booing the crap and just like talking so much crap, you know, and it's just not, it's not even good stuff. It's just annoying at this point. <laughs> and I turned back and I look at him and he was obviously looking for my attention. So I turned back and I look at him. It's this skinny little country kid with a hat on and a little beard or a little mustache and I told him, I was like, you look 12 years old with a pedophile mustache. Don't talk to me. And the entire crowd was like, oh, I was like, that, 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 that was pretty good. So I love going into darks and being able to make the entire room because it's only like 500 people, like right. tops. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't keep that many people in there. It's a very small building. So it's really only like 500 people. But it's like working an indie show, a very professional indie show. You can very much like talk and interact with the fans and i remember one of my first times ever going out there and getting the whole room to react me and charlotte i had a i had a match and then she had a match and charlotte came out with me the first time and we had done so much crowd interaction and getting them so angry that 10 matches later when charlotte had her match they remembered her and immediately booed her when she walked out like she didn't there was no entrance she just is walking back and they're booing the shit out of us and I was like man this is great like I really love doing that in dark because it's just I don't know it's a very intimate crowd yeah. or fan experience yeah I was like I know when I see when I watch on when I watch y'all on dark right not just y'all but I mean like my friend uh Ben Bishop is also yeah. like, on the show too yeah so when I watch Big Ben on the show I'm like laughing because I'm like yo I know him in real life and to see them as like a heel I'm like yeah okay <laughs> yeah you're like i guess it works yo let me ask you a question right so you guys usually at these shows you guys go all over the place i just need to know what's your guys' post-match meal most of the time our post-match meal is actually like whatever we can find in the little 
thing at the Marriott hotel we're staying in. That is that's true. most of the time that's that what is it true. is. Or if like we're with um someone driving back to a hotel or something like that, it's probably mm. a quick stop at a McDonald's or a Wawa. I hate Wawa. It's disgusting. But <laughs> or a Seven Eleven. We'll stop at a Seven Eleven. And I don't eat their food. Yeah, uh, you just get a bag of chicharrones and keep it moving. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> But I, I will say this. We do this all the time. Any hotel we're at, we kind of go down to the, like, little snack thing, and we just kind of rate it. Most Every of the time, they'll can... have, like, a little mac and cheese cup or a can right. of ravioli or something like that. So, it's okay. Hey, sometimes you'll get some Hot Pockets, bro. You'll get a you'll get a good one that has some Hot Pockets. My favorite post-match meal, though, I will say, <laughs> is the very first CCW show a year ago. Oh. It was so good. We had finally made, like, it was, I remember it was our first, like, really big like large amount of money that we had made at a show and me and robin were like "Ooh, ooh, what can we do with this money like it was burning a hole in our pocket and me and robin are like well you know all this water around us they have to have some kind of good seafood so robin cat spencer and i all went after the show to a local uh like seafood place it was called like fisherman's wharf or something like that i don't know but it we went there and we ate loads of crab legs and mm-hmm. lots of mussels and all types of stuff. That was my favorite, favorite. Yeah. Post-match. I meal. agree. That's yeah. I agree on that. <laughs> I just, nice. I don't know us personally. We kind of just do whatever. I remember when we first started wrestling, um, a very big, like go-to after each show was a waffle house. We always, all of our friends used to just pack up and go to a waffle house. Yeah. Eat. But I'm an old woman. I don't have patience for that anymore. Yeah. I kind of feel that. <laughs> I kind of feel that. Half the time, I'm just tired. Like, after this past show, I was so tired. Kayla wanted to go out. and so We went went, to Applebee's. Right. We went to Applebee's. And the only thing that was keeping me, like, going to Applebee's was the spinach artichoke dip that was there. I really (laughs) wanted to, like, I just wanted that. (laughs) I I was so tired. You're just sitting there just like I was I was real tired. I just had no energy. And I was like, I'm going to eat this spinach artichoke dip and go to bed. I, feel, I hear you. Well, it's really like for me because I live two and a half hours from like Houston, right? So like I drive out there. Is that there how you say and, it? What's that? Is that how you say it? Houston? Yeah, it's Houston. Why is I, it spelled like Houston? Yo, I had the same uh, question. I had the same. When I first went out there, right? I did my first promo. I was like, you know, we're going to be in Houston, Delaware, right? And then I got there and then someone corrected me on on how to say it. And I was like, oh, bet. All right, Houston it is. And then every time, like, I'm there now, I just hear Houston. So now I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to Houston, Texas, or I'm going to Houston, Delaware. I was like, now I've got, like, things finally separated. <laughs> I didn't but, yes. know that was a thing either. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yo, so another question I wanted to ask, right, is um, what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn? How to keep my mouth quiet sometimes. Well, that's a life one. That's not even just a wrestling one, you know? Um, like sometimes there's appropriate times to keep your mouth quiet and not say anything, you know, like the best thing to do is not say anything at all. That is just a life lesson though. Yeah. And wrestling, what have I had to learn? What's the hardest thing? I would feel like mine is temper. I'll tell you guys Mm. this. I, when I first started wrestling, I was very, very, I won't say snug. I was stiff. I was unsafe. (laughs) I was, and, and I was very easily angered. So with being already stiff and being easily angered it was very quick for me to like i wouldn't say hurt somebody because i've never hurt anybody in my career but definitely beat your ass and unnecessarily you know what i'm saying 
Um, so I feel like for me, wrestling has definitely taught me how to curve my temper, how to learn how to be patient. There's been multiple times, especially in the last year that I've been in the situations where looking back, like a year before, I would have been pissed that I was even in that situation in the first place. I would have gone into it angry and guns a blazing. And like, now I'm way more level-headed, way more patient. Yes, I'm very, I won't say I'm quick to temper, but I'm, I'm <laughs> if, if you push me hard enough, I'll be mad. But it takes a lot now. It takes a lot of things, and it and I have to feel like it's something that has gone completely out of the way. Um, but I feel like for me, it's been a lot of patience and temperament. Yes, I like that though. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, especially when and, and like you said, it was a good life lesson. It's kind of know like not to say anything, and then also you know practice you know practice patience. Like that's that's massive. So those are like great lessons to be like to learn especially in life but here's one that i would say if someone that was wanting to get into the wrestling business came up and asked you for advice what kind of advice advice would you give them do you want to get this one yeah i can um something robin we've been asked this question a couple times before and something robin and i believe very strongly in is like don't let anybody tell you no don't give up don't give up because this industry is what our coaches like to say, a complete mind fuck. And uh, if you're not careful, you will find yourself in a bad place where like mentally, whether it be mentally or physically or whatever, but you'll find yourself in a bad place where you're like, you don't know Mm. what to do. Do I want to do this anymore? Or is it not worth it anymore? Um, But hard work doesn't go unnoticed. I will say that. It goes a long way. I would just say uh, like piggybacking off of Charlotte, if it's your dream, if it's what you want to do and you enjoy it and you love it, never let anybody tell you no. Like I've, I've learned in this business that you sometimes, yes, it's in the hands of other people, but for the most part, your career and your choices and how you, you are looked at and taken and booked and how people perceive you is all on you. You control that. So with that being said, don't, Ever let someone tell you who you should be, where you should go, how you should do it. And I'm not saying don't listen to people at all. Like, yes. And I wouldn't say don't listen to people that have more experience than you. Charlotte and I would not be the people that we are today if we didn't have those older, those more experienced, those who care. Charlotte and I have not made it to this point, even though it's very, very small drop in the water we wouldn't have made that drop in the water without the other people around without us. anybody else. So I'm not saying don't listen. But what I am saying is never take no for an answer. Never take no for an answer. I like that because one of the things that in the military that people always talk about, and this is something that I learned very early, was that um, if you say yes, it means your enlistment stops, right? But if you say no, it means new opportunities. So like, don't take no for the answer. Just understand that it's all, there's a new opportunity always. So I like that. I like that a lot. That would definitely be something that people need to pay attention to and listen to. Uh, last question before we jump into the second best segment of the three count podcast. And it's <laughs> simple. You guys have been in a lot of different locker rooms, so you probably have a bunch of these, but I need to know one do and one don't of the locker room. One don't or no one do that. I will say 
do clean up after yourself when you leave a locker room. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yes. It's not the promoter's job. She is not. He or she is not your parent to clean up after you. They are not a maid. You are. We are all adults. And if you are not 18 and you're doing this and you want to say, I'm not an adult. Well, you're old enough to do this as a job. You're old enough to clean up after yourself. Please just clean up after yourself. It's crazy how many times you have to talk to adults about cleaning up after themselves. Please, just clean up after yourself. If you throw somewhere on the floor, pick it up. If you leave a water bottle, throw it away. Easy stuff. I would say a don't. I feel like I haven't had very many like ex- bad experiences in a locker room. And when I did have bad experiences in a locker room, it was because of an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's a very big don't. Don't have an attitude. Don't have an ego. Don't walk around like you have this chip on your shoulder. We're all on the same level, even if we're not. We're all on the same level. We're all working towards the same goal. We're all trying to do the same thing. Don't act like you're better than anybody in that locker room, especially if you're not. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, and it's something that I've talked about in a couple different episodes with a couple, with with a couple other people. It's like you got into the professional wrestling business, which the first word there should tell you everything you need to know right off the jump. Like be a pro, be a professional, act like you've been there before and just, you know, follow suit. Like it just, it's crazy. Cause I do, this is one thing I can't stand is like seeing people who just like take crap, candy wrappers, right? Just simple stuff and just leave it on the ground. They're like, uh, like, nah, dude, like just pick it up. Just throw it in the trash. Legit. I've seen people throw it on the ground and the trash can is right next to them. I'm like, (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like that dude from, like, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, knock it off. All right. So, let's get into the second best segment of the Three Count Podcast. You're probably trying to figure out what the first one is. It's easy. It's right there. It's the Red Dogs Power Rankings. Usually, you can find them on our debate show, but sometimes because I got to don't watch a whole – I don't get to talk about wrestling as much anymore. So, on our debate show, like, yeah, it is what it is. But we're going to get into the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions. This is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at y'all. So whatever's your answer, that's your answer. And I'm pretty sure you guys... Wait, is it one per saying. piece, or does she answer a question, I answer a question? Oh, no, both... it's, it's one per piece. So she gets one, I get one, or both yeah. answer the question at the same time? So another question, is it 20 questions total, or is it 10 questions total? Oh, no, ten it's and 10, 10 questions. I just want two answers. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So we're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing! And here we go. SmackDown or Raw? Raw, yeah. Sonic or Mario? Mario. Sonic. Favorite movie? James and the Giant Peach. Harry Potter. Nice. PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. PlayStation. Favorite cartoon? Oh, Big Mouth. Centaur World. Hey. No, Disenchantment. I take it back. (laughs) <laughs> Legion of Doom or the Heart Foundation? Legion of Doom. Oh, Heart Foundation. That's so hard. <laughs> Favorite actor slash actress? Zach Efron. Dwayne Johnson. Nice. Android or Apple? Apple. Android. <laughs> this is why I saw this is why I love this. Uh favorite podcast. You. <laughs> Yes, the three count. <laughs> right. It's not like we have this marketed everywhere. Subliminally, we're putting it in your head. Uh, here's one. Here's uh, a good one, too. Nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Oh, that's such a... Wow. So are you looking for singles? Are you looking for tag teams? Like, have you 
ever uh, interviewed Culture Inc., like the entire group? Not the entire crew. I have had Nick Holiday on, though. So I haven't Nick Holiday, that's my yes. guy. I was going to say, you yes. should try to get the whole crew together. Yes. They are a hoot when you get all, all of them dude. together. Yes. yes, culture. Yes, culture. F and ink is all. I'm all about that life. Yeah, <laughs> great. Culture so, ink. last and then question. Kaya Dream, her too. She's amazing. Yes. She's yes. funny, man. <laughs> and she actually works up at CCW sometimes as well. I know. I can't wait till I get to run into her because you know I'm a, I'm a huge fan of culture culture ink. So I was like, I can't wait. So <laughs> this is normally the last question. I know I just asked ten questions, but this is normally the last question because I love answer, asking the question. Every person who comes on the show, favorite curse word. Fuck. Fuck. It's so <laughs> universal. Yeah. Um, I can say angry. I can say you can happy. Say, that's the one word in any country in the entire world that you go and say, and everyone's going to know that you're angry. Yep. It's a noun. It's an adjective. It's a pronoun. It's literally everything. So yeah, you can put it into words. To yes. That word amplified. I love that. Yes. Part. I also think bitch is a really good cuss word, too. Bitch is a really. Yeah. There's a. Yeah. I think yeah. those are my top two. I think bitch, because I, those are our top two. I do know that I, I use the word fuck way more than I should and way more than I use any other cuss word ever. But it's been that way <laughs> our entire lives. So I use the F word religious. Like it's, it's, it's become its own language with me, like just like drinking water. So I wanted to bring back another word that I felt like was just going to be just, just another one that's going to be. So I, although I don't, I do call people bitches. Uh, you ever see the show uh, Hollywood, uh, Husbands of Hollywood or Hollywood? Yeah, Husbands of Hollywood. So I've, I've seen, been I've walking. Heard of it. So I've been walking around my work, and I was like, "Look at all these mitches in here." Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's all I do now. I'm just like, "Look so at you, good. Oh, that's gonna be good. I'm taking that. <laughs> so good." Bet. Well, listen, those are all my questions. So the last thing I have for you guys is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Ooh, that's Alrighty. always a loaded question. I was going to say, I'm going <laughs> to let Robin do this one. We're actually going to give you guys just our renegade handles. At those handles, you will be able to find both of our singular tags. Um, our Instagram. Sorry, you got to pull them up, guys. <laughs> renegade.twins. And our Twitter is i think it's renegade i think it's twins. renegade underscore twins either way look up yes. the renegade twins and we will pop up there you go they gave you all the handles they told you where you can find them and then you know what that means like every great part of a wrestling match we gotta take it home because this is the three count podcast presents now entering and like i said i'm your host Clifford red dog miller the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling but like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's in the ring. And who's in the ring today? You see them right there. Charlotte and Robin, the Renegade Twins. And you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there. Or you're literally hitting subscribe to our YouTube channel. You're following us on all of our social media platforms. They're right there on the bottom. You're buying our merch on ProWrestlingTees.com. Four slash the three-count podcast. You see the shirt right there in the middle and then you know you're telling all your friends to come check us out because you love all the wrestling people that we have on our show you're doing that or you're really just waiting for this episode and you're waiting for the outro and then you're choosing another episode to listen to peace bye what's going on three count nation i'm clifford red dog miller with the catchphrase
But what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.